Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Latte happy dance. Today is, y'all gonna say it with me? Today is Friday! Woohoo! Additional chair dance. September 24th. It is also release day for the dragon's daughter and the winter mage. Additional chair dance. Woo. <laughs> it's a good day. I've been having a debate um, with some of the authors I'm in the anthology with about release day. And this is um an ongoing debate about which people have opinions. That's with the capital O just in case you didn't hear. And you know, it's a funny thing. So here's your background for those of you who, who don't know this, um, is that Tuesday is traditionally traditionally also with a capital, um, release day for books. This comes from traditional publishing, very traditional. We're so much tradition. And the reason for this is because the bestseller lists are compiled on Wednesday, uh, published on Wednesday. So they're like compiled Tuesday night and published on Wednesdays. So in order to give a book the best chance of a being on a bestseller list, you know, and this goes back, we're talking, you know, well, probably close on coming a hundred years. Uh, I'm not sure when, you know, like the New York times started its bestseller list, but you know, it, this is a long time. Uh, so they would want to give it a book as much of a chance as possible to reach the number of sales to be on the bestseller list. So it would be on sale. If you released a book on Tuesday, then it would be on sale for the entire week before they start counting because they would like count sales through, you know, whatever Tuesday morning or Monday night or what have you. So that was to maximize the possibility of getting on the bestseller list. And some people still do it that way. Some authors are really invested in trying to get a book on the list. Um, and, and we could talk about that because there are people who also do all sorts of, um, contortions, you know, like the book bundles and I, I could see if I could talk about that. Some, a lot of self-publishing strategy is built around trying to get on a bestseller list. A lot of people want to get what they call their letters. Um, you know, like the USA today bestseller so that they could put on their USAT bestseller. Um, a lot of people claim bestseller if they've hit any kind of list. Like if you've hit the, you know, someone hits the top 100 of their subcategory on Amazon, they'll call themselves a bestseller. Uh, it's very funny to me because I have never to my knowledge hit either the USA today or the New York times bestseller lists. I know I haven't hit New York times. I don't think I've ever hit USAP. I don't look and no one's ever told me. Um, and people started calling me a bestseller before I did 
because I was kind of determined not to use it unless I like actually hit USAT or New York Times. And <laughs> now I use it because everybody else started using it for me. And I, I have hit, you know, like for Amazon and, you know, Barnes and Noble and those sorts of things. So it's like, well, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to tell people to not call me a best selling author. Don't, please don't call me that. Right. So I just kind of gave up on that, whatever. But, um, you know, a lot of people really want to get that so that they can put on their USA Today bestselling author. And, you know, I just don't think it matters, folks. I don't think that the readers really care. Um, I, I understand that for a lot of authors who self publish, that it's a kind of validation that you don't get otherwise. You know, and if it's really important to you, great. But, you know, if you're like doing these book bundles, and, and this I know people that some people will invest thousands of dollars, um, you know, to get in on some of these book bundle deals so that they can get their USAT letters. And it's like, if you have to pay thousands of dollars to get it, is it really meaningful to you? I mean, if it is okay, great. But what, what does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. So I cling to my um, fantasy that one day I'll have a book on the New York times or USAT bestseller list and that it will be meaningful to me because it got there on its own merit. And we could get into a whole conversation about whether or not, um, you know, merit has much to do with it and marketing and you know, how all of these things work. Uh, because there are, you know, statistically significant studies that demonstrate that the more marketing is put into a book, the more likely it is to, uh, succeed. Shocking. I know. And that's what, um, traditional publishers do. So that's what, that's why Tuesdays, that's where Tuesday came from. And so now a whole lot of people release books on Tuesday because they think that's the day you should release books. Um, and you know, even people who aren't necessarily trying to hit a list, the ones who are really, um, doing, trying to hit a list in a very calculated way, go for Tuesday also for obvious reasons. But anyway, so we were talking about releasing the anthology that we're doing fire of the frost and we have the cover so we can do a cover reveal soon. It's a really neat cover you guys. And we can, um, but to do cover reveal, we need to set the pre-order date. So right now we're debating release dates. And people are wanting to push it back a little bit more from where it was because everybody always needs more time and that's fine. Um, and so I'd suggested a Thursday or a Friday because I just don't think Monday matters. And obviously I like a Friday release date because did I mention dragon's daughter and the winter mage released today? Shall we do additional chair dance? Woo! <laughs> so happy. I got that book out in time. Um, so, so yeah, um, I'm sorry, I got distracted by my own happy dance there and sheer relief at having that done. Um, but one of the other authors was saying, I mean, there, there was just, there was unnecessary to my mind, Sturm and Drang. And if you're listening, 
dear author friend, it's not you in particular, but it's like, you know, people spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, when are people on social media? And so, you know, it's like, well, we shouldn't release on Friday because people are on through Thursday and then they disappear over the weekend. And I know Grace always says that to me that, you know, social media becomes a wasteland on the weekend. This does not match my experience, you know, and it could be that like, I'm on a different rhythm than everyone else would be very, which would be very in character for me. But it's like, um, Mon you know, it, it's the Godfather Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. D does it really, really matter? But you know, I hear people talk about this all the time, calculating the, you know, well, what is, you know, and I think a lot of it comes from the fact that we can't control so much about publishing. We can't control how readers receive our books. We can't control whether or not we sell a lot or a few. Sorry for the clunk I did just here. You know, and, and there's, even though we know that there's no magic formula other than pouring a whole lot of money into something, we know we still try to find it, you know? And so it's this whole, well, what is the best day to release a book? And I ended up putting my foot down on a particular date because it meant that I would be having to deal with, um, formatting and uploading and so forth, uh, over Thanksgiving, um, and possibly on black Friday, which is a day that I go, um, lady shopping with my mom and my stepsister. I say lady shopping because it's not like we go to Walmart and stand in line at 4am or something like that. We, we go to the outdoor mall and we buy things for ourselves. And occasionally we get Christmas shopping ideas, but mostly it's buying clothes and having a really long lunch with a lot of wine. That's how you do lady shopping. And it is one of our favorite days of the year that we go and do that. So, um, I don't want to have to be thinking about that. Plus the fact that between black Friday and cyber Monday, uploading books at this time is just, uh, I, w I want a little bit of room around it. So, um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's a funny thing, all of, of the strategizing and so forth. And I understand, I, I do understand why people want to try to control these things, but I think, you know, it really comes down to that. There simply is no magic formula. Um, I don't know that it matters what day you release a book. I think in particular, when we are setting up a pre-order, because we have from now until December 2nd or 3rd or whatever we decide to do, um, to, to talk to people about the release. So, so that's, that's where I'm at on that. Um, I just think it's, um, you know, maybe it's all part of the, the asteroid blasting system that I talked about yesterday. And I wanted to thank you all for the lovely comments that I've got on that. Um, clearly I really struck a nerve. Um, the delightful Lexi Chantal who writes as I have to look it up. Um, 
A.C. Anderson, the Mars Strain audiobook, uh, she wrote a really nice blog post, which I'll link to. <coughs> I will also sneeze. Ragweed pollen is like extremely high from it's been extremely high for weeks. It's going to be extremely high for weeks. It's like we are it's the ragweed pollen ragweed pollen doom around here. Write that into your post apocalyptic story people. <laughs> okay you don't have to. Anyway Lexi wrote a really nice blog post um, insightful on her own experiences and in reaction to what I was talking about yesterday which is that I don't think that the thick skin metaphor works for us. And I think that that's um I think it's significant that so many people reacted to that and have said um this is the wisdom that I needed to hear today. Lisette uh commented that on Instagram. Uh several other people uh, commented in various places. I, th- I love how you guys come at me at, on all the social media. People say well where's the best place to comment and I probably I should like set up a place so that we could have actual conversations but I don't care where you come at me that message me I like hearing from you. Um, but uh, yeah so it it struck a chord with Lexi it struck a chord with other people I mentioned it at writer coffee because it was still on my mind. And Jim Sorensen my sometime collaborator and uh, beta reader and good friend. Jim is great. Uh, Jim really gave me what I needed yesterday on uh, stop it you guys no double entendres. Uh, intellectually um, as a fellow writer uh, he told me some things that I needed to hear and he liked the idea of the you know I was I was I thought he had latch onto like the whole you know lasers to blast the asteroids of of rejection and doubt and he was like maybe what we need are runnels. So of course he went straight to armor you know and it's like ah. uh, you know he loves the the transformers thing he's a niche expert on transformers GI Joe. Um, but I think that there's something to that that the idea of a thick skin is just not that helpful to us. Um, and I think to me armor doesn't work as well for the same reason but I could see why it does work depending upon your particular mindset because like an armor with rum runnels you know like a chest plate is something that you can take off and put on. So you know you don your armor for particular sets of circumstances and use that to uh, make all of the nastiness run off slide off of you water off a duck's back. See that one doesn't work for me either because you know I, I think of ducks as being kind of um vulnerable right ducks are prey animals. But anyway I think that all of these things that we do you know like strategizing release day and you know what does the cover look like and you know should it have this or that you know it's it's all attempting to control something that's fundamentally not within our control. And I had someone direct messaging me yesterday asking me for advice about you know like Facebook groups and stuff like that and she was saying well you know like that she's thinking about getting rid of her own Facebook group because because it's exhausting and you know like you have to 
post a certain number of times a day in order to get engagement to keep it going and you know and she says well I want to get rid of it you know because it is exhausting and I don't feel like it's doing anything and she said but you know according to everybody that's just not done that's not what you do and it's like you guys there's so much freaking advice out there after a while you're just gonna have to pick the things that work for you um and and I mean absolutely nothing against this gal because I totally sympathize and I told her I said you know what Marie Kondo that shiz and which made her laugh which was good but it's like you know if it does not spark joy you guys it is not worth doing I don't care how many advice givers out there tell you that this is the thing you have to do you have to have a newsletter you have to have a Facebook group and if you have a Facebook group you have to post umpty million times a day in order to maintain engagement or you are doomed no what you have to do is you have to write the next book that is I will insist that that is the one thing you need to do but that is the thing that is within your control is the writing write the stuff write it to the best of your ability write it the way you want to write it this is also advice for Jeffy um, because I I need to remember that and that's part of what Jim told me yesterday and I said you know I'd arrived to that piece of advice on my own and I said but I really appreciate you saying it to me too because it's like that is the only thing you can do is write the thing you the way you want to write it that's the only way to get the voices out of the room stop those people from looking over your shoulder the whole time and we live in an era where we have a lot of eyes over our shoulders and we have a lot of pressure you know not just from the advice givers but also from people like Zuckerberg and the Facebook people of course that's what they want us to do because it serves their ends um they don't care if it sparks joy they don't care if it's exhausting they want us to keep their animal going you know feed the beast do some people make it work for them probably do other people not a lot of people don't make it work for them a lot of people don't like it stop doing it um I had drinks with a friend last night who said that she's deleting her Facebook profile and she was talking about how hard it is to do because like you have to go 30 days without logging in and all of this but she's removing it from her life because you know what because it doesn't spark fucking joy and you know we can make fun of Marie Kondo but that's a really easy way to look at things um you know because as I often say don't be a writer because you want to make a lot of money <laughs> you know there are people making money and that's great but you're much more likely to make a significant amount of money working for somebody else um, you know go go work for a bank go be a grocery store checker um, get a job where you have benefits and insurance but the reason that we're writers and not grocery store checkers or bank tellers is be or stockbrokers or what have you corporate America jobs is because we love to write and you have to keep coming back and finding that joy um, find that sensitive open part of you that loves the writing and wants to write the book and not care about how many times a day you're supposed to post to Facebook that stuff ultimately is it's it's all 
noise. It's noise and Sturm and Drang. And, uh, you know, just, just like all of it, just do, do the things that, that you enjoy doing, engage in the ways that you enjoy engaging and, you know, let the rest of it go. Um, the, what is or is not done is, um, you know, you have to remember a lot of this advice is like a couple of years old, right? I mean, we haven't been doing the whole Kindle unlimited thing all that long, and we haven't been doing a lot of the self publishing stuff all that long. So there's useful advice. Sure. But you know, we're not even talking about more than a decade's worth of, of evidence, right? Um, I was, I, I told you guys that I recently put up that series on Kindle unlimited, uh, sorcerer's moons, all six books now available on Kindle unlimited. And, and I'm trying to figure out, you know, like it's getting page rates and I'm trying to figure out what is a good number of page rates. So I asked one of my friends, what was a decent number of page rates? And she was saying that she's really happy if she gets it up to a particular level. And, and I won't say what that number is cause that could be just her. Um, and she said, but she can only get there with really aggressive out advertising. And I was looking at the dollar amount she was making, um, for that number of page reads with the 0. 0.004 cents per page. And it's not very much money. And I was thinking, well, I wonder how much money she's spending on ads. Cause I know there are people who spend, you know, like, cause, cause I've heard them give talks. They'll spend $20,000 a month on ads in order to get you know, they'll, they'll say, well, that, you know, the whole point is to try to get twice as much back as you spend on ads. So you spend 20,000 on ads to get 10,000 in sales. Does that make sense? Well, to get 40,000 in sales. So like you'd make another 20,000, that's the whole goal. And I guess if you can get that to work, that's great, but not everybody can get that to work. And meanwhile, I'm making more money per day with just sales wide, um, significantly more than that was spending nothing on advertising. And so maybe I'm in a privileged position, but it just makes me think that, you know, that this wisdom that everybody sends around, you know, it's like, it's not one size fits all. You have to figure out who your audience is and what you're actually, how you're reaching people and why, you know, if you're just, robotically posting stuff to your Facebook group in order to please Zuckerberg's algorithm. Stop, you know, just custom. So that's a semi long rant today. I went a lot longer. You could tell I'm a lot more refreshed. Thank you. All of you who wished me well on refilling the well. I, I didn't do much yesterday and it was really nice. Um, I'm always going to say one more thing, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, well. Uh, so yeah, happy release day uh, to me and to, and happy Friday to all of you. Um, it's really great. I love that you guys are excited for this book to come out. Oh, I know what I was going to say is that the main reason that I'm putting Sorcerer's Moons in Kindle Unlimited is to reach a different audience. Um, if I, I don't know if I'm going to be making as much money on it as I was. Some people think I will be, it will be interesting to say. All right. On that note, 
I'll remind you all that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network, and you will find more podcasts that you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Monday. Have a fabulous, well-refilling weekend. Um, Polish up those laser-guided missiles. Avoid the asteroids. And uh, you all take care. Bye-bye.